0: You've reached your destination. Welcome to Harmonic Headspace, music for your psyche. Let's do this! Good evening, y'all, y'all. How you doing? This is pro And this is Astro. Happy Sunday. We are Harmonic Headspace. This is the icing to the cake. That is your weekend. Yes, yeah, so and we have a special NBA championship
1: playoff uh, show for you tonight. It's going to be crisp, and it's going to be crisp.
0: It's going to be 119 minutes long.
1: It's going to be 107 minutes long.
0: <laughs> it's going be getting shorter and shorter as the Celtics tip off at 8 o'clock tonight for game two. Go C's. Yes. Uh, but tonight, we are putting that on pause, uh, literally, <laughs> at my house. And uh, coming to you from the Wave Radio Boston studios in Littleton, Massachusetts, broadcasting all over the freaking world, baby. Worldwide. (laughs) What's what is that? Uh, Worldwide, wide, wide, world, wide, wide, wide. That's Step Brothers. Oh, (laughs) Uh, you haven't seen that forever. Yeah, that's a great, underrated, underrated. So you can call us at the A-Brews listener line at 617-829-9283. You can text us at 617-764-9283. And I will see all of your texts as I always do after I open the jam text line, which I have not done. That's okay. (laughs) They'll pile up. We'll get to them one at a time. Exactly. Yeah. I'm opening it now. It's all good. Text us. Uh, So tonight uh actually what we should do is talk about last time yeah so uh
1: last week we actually had a memorial day weekend off Uh, i it's actually kind of my fault i think we probably could have had a show except i was actually at a festival with my family uh seeing wilco and their solid sound festival out in the berkshires which was awesome nice good good show yeah it was was great three days some rain some sun laughed we cried we danced it was fun
0: (laughs) nice uh and uh before that well, we did we, a neil young part one we
1: did and uh, i i listened to the first half of that show probably a week or so ago and then i was making pizza last night and i was like i'm gonna listen to the rest of the show when i was making it yeah. and it was great it, was, it ended right where i remembered it ending yes. so <laughs> the, the short-term memory is not that bad anymore I, I know exactly where we're jumping into next time but uh, unfortunately we're down a man here today uh because uh Storzy is uh on the IL. He's uh, retro, retroactive to last Wednesday. So uh, if, if the recovery goes well, he should be here next week. Nice. Um, but, you know, we can keep him on the IL a little bit longer if uh, the recovery is not as, as quick as anticipated.
0: Yeah, we can stretch out Uncle Neil another week if we need to. Yes, we can. And uh, so tonight uh, we're doing something a little bit different. Usually we do episodes That are about something, about like one thing, you know, whether it's a deep dive or about bass players or like uh, the first song off the band's first album or like very list based. Yeah, drummer's favorite butt plug, stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, And tonight uh, we're just going to do like a smorgasbord. We're going to do a little bit of everything. We're going to be boring radio DJs from the FM era and just play shit, and then talk about it. Yeah,
1: we're gonna keep it moving along. We're probably not gonna talk that much about it.
0: Yep. <laughs> and uh, so saying that. moment right there uh they are a russian band but they live and uh and breathe and tour and do everything now in boston uh, they are a great bunch of people uh we had andre and sasha come in uh a few weeks ago or actually God, uh, a months. months ago yeah <laughs> uh, had many a, months probably yeah had a great time with them they're just like such nice people. Yeah, they were awesome. That was one of my favorite shows. Yeah, hardworking, uh, very creative musical. Um, that was a great show. Check it out. You can go onto um, Spotify and download or just stream any of our past shows. So uh, a lot of stuff we'll do tonight. Maybe we'll we'll talk about um, our past shows and um, so you can uh, get an idea of what to go back and listen to. So that was a good one, the major moment um we kicked that off with uh parts per million undead so uh parts per million is also a uh i don't wanna say up and coming band because they they've pretty much exploded um they're they're being nominated for and winning uh awards left and right um for their videos and for their albums uh they're the first real big band that we had into the studio right and uh brian bailey the guitar player and paul mcsweeney came in he's the lead singer and he also uh co-sings leading a band called Gannon. so those are two like more metal bands from the area and they're always playing festivals um also great great people um, and i think that's one of the things that we've learned over you know doing the show is when we have these local musicians in um they all have this, like, very low-key, cool, nice attitude. We haven't met any dickheads yet. There's still time. There's time. But so far, yeah, yeah. we've knocked out of the park some yeah. some awesome guests. Yeah. Uh, and then that middle song uh, was Octavate Wearing Thin. Uh, and I would like to announce that Octavate is back together. Octavate is back. I think Octavate needs to get to the studio here at some point for one of the shows. I agree, Uh, yes, and I I think the guys would love to do that. Great bunch of guys. uh, Well, that's
1: my formal invitation. Since I'm not in the band, I can formally invite the band to the show. It's it's a conflict of interest a bit for you, right?
0: Yeah, Uh, well, not really. Uh, (laughs) I I can uh, shamelessly plug my band. Uh, All good. So yeah, they, uh, we have a new guitar player. Uh, we have the drummer that's been uh, that that I've been working with for the past six plus months, uh, and Sean, who has been in the studio before when we released our album uh, "Better Le- Better Never Than Late," um, he's back with the band, and uh, we played uh, we played together uh, last week, and it was mind blowing. So I'm so excited about uh, playing with these guys and getting out back uh, back into gigging, and this is going to be fun. We're we'll going back into the
1: scene, baby. That's awesome, and uh, glad you guys were included in the uh, little block of local lo- local acts here. Yeah, That's
0: good, absolutely. Uh, all right, so uh, we're not going to talk much about uh, each thing, and we're going to jump into a new uh, a new. What do you call this?
1: It's It's a block of songs.
0: Yeah. It's, It's a segment about something, though. We'll tell you what it's about afterwards. All right, welcome back to Harmonic Headspace. This is Prosty. That's Astro. It's me. It's him. This is Harmonic Headspace, the icing to the cake that is your weekend. We hope it is. Uh, we just played uh, three songs that have something in common, and uh, I was wondering if anybody knows what it what that thing in common is. Should we go to the text lines and see if anybody knows? Let's go to the text line. All right, let's give it give it a second. Uh, let's talk about what they were first. So we started off with Foo Fighters' "Cold Day in the Sun." Cold Day in the Sun. I had it written down on my board here as "Warm Day in the Sun." I was close. Yeah, great, great song. Uh, second one was "Got Me Wrong" by Allison Chains. Oh, I had it written down as "Done Me Done Me Wrong."
1: Nope, "Got Me Wrong." I'm so close on these.
0: Yeah, and what'd you do? What'd you get? This one, Womankind? M- "Mankind," all ah, one word. This one right. was right. All right, good for you. So, uh, all right, here's a text. Uh it says uh all of them are dead by R. Krieger. That's silly and not Bobby correct. Krieger. No, that's not right. It's close, yep. but not correct. You're right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there there are some dead people in there. Yeah. Uh all right, here's another one. Uh they were they have all played with the Beatles. Uh, uh not true. Yeah. Um a few no. A few of them actually have. Actually, at
1: least one of them has, with one of the Beatles. Really, who? Dave Grohl. They play with Paul McCartney. Uh, okay. The whole, the Nirvana uh, induction.
0: Oh, that's right. They
1: uh, they actually yep. then they whip out a brand new song or something they wrote together and played.
0: Uh, no, I don't know. That's i I'd have to check that out.
1: Yeah. Well, either way. Yeah. Uh, that's not the answer. No. Um, you want to tell them what the answer is? One of them says something about them all generating out of Seattle, which is relatively close as well there you would think i mean foo fighters came from nirvana yeah. seattle band allison chains pearl jam uh nope but the answer is uh these are lead singers not singing the song yep it's a secondary singer in the band yeah singing lead
0: rich and who doesn't do it uh, well, actually, no, nah, Jerry to. does it pretty yeah, regularly, he does a lot, but yeah.
1: uh, I think with Taylor and Stone, yeah. uh, there's only a, a couple songs each those guys have in, in the uh, catalogs yeah. of their vast catalogs of their respective bands.
0: Right. So Foo Fighters, Day in the Sun was sang by Taylor Hawkins, the late Taylor Hawkins. So uh, we love you, brother. Uh, that's This one's for you.
1: Mankind was by uh, the on-time Stone Gossard. He's still going. He He, he is. Writing awesome tunes, singing Mm -hmm. a few of them.
0: Yeah, and he's the the major songwriter for Pearl Jam, pretty much. Right. Uh, And then in the middle, Got Me Wrong uh, by Allison Chains, that's Lane Staley, who is the major lead, uh, I'm sorry, the uh, songwriter for Allison Chains and always has been. Jerry Cantrell, I mean. Jerry Cantrell, right. Um, You can always hear his voice in the songs because they have that, Unique harmony that Allison Chains is known for, but it's always led by Lane
1: Staley. And I'm going to jump in on the behalf of Storagey right now and say what I believe he would say, in the, given the cir- circumstance he was sitting here, which is, and that's why the Allison Chains comeback, whatever you want to call it, didn't really work because right. you don't have that intertwined serpentine vocal that you would get from Cantrell and
0: Staley. Exactly. Totally agree. Uh, So there you have it. Uh, This next one, uh, this next block is not anything you're going to guess, but I'll tell you what it is beforehand. Um, We're going to play three songs by three artists that we have done a deep dive on in the past. And like I said earlier, you can go to Spotify and look up Wave Radio Boston, find the Harmonic Headspace shows, and you can find all of our deep dives. Uh, we've done. We've done like five or lot. six, so maybe seven yeah. to this point. They're fun. I like yeah. doing them. Yeah, me too. They're my favorite shows to do, uh, especially when it's one that I really know. Like you and uh, Storzy do a great job with Neil Young. I don't know as much on that, but you guys are killing it.
1: And we're not going to steer you wrong. We're going to show you some cool stuff. Right, exactly. And some pretty lame stuff I mean, we can't control <laughs> yeah, exactly. Neil's output in the 80s <laughs> I liked playing those
0: lane ones and then shutting them off yeah that was <laughs> that fun was I was awesome. listening to that today actually it was fun <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so these are three these are actually my three favorite deep dives
2: My shadow side so amplified Keeps coming back dissatisfied Elementary song, But it's so My love affair with everywhere Was innocent Why do you care? Someone start the car Time to go You're the best I Our sunny side is up and that I'm betting now when we collide, the universe will shift into a low. The tri-
1: Right, that is Radiohead with Pyramid Song. Prior to that, we had Pink Floyd with Take Up Thy Stethoscope and Walk, and we led it off with Wet Sand by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. These are three songs from legendary artists that we've already done deep dives on. I would go as far as to call them timeless artists. Yeah, and I think you know, I think that means something like being a timeless artist, like a, you know, these these groups don't need to be an ongoing concern. They may have been broken up. They may have ceased to exist. Uh, you know, they may be deceased, deceased and people will still listen to them. Uh, they'll still be found by people, you know, teenagers coming of age and finding music.
0: Yeah. Uh, so let's talk about Radiohead really quick. So, um, I mean, I, I like Creep. Off of their first album, Pablo Honey, I liked it then, and I still like it now. There are other songs off that album, but everybody, everyone can play guitar. There's a couple other ones. Yeah. I know that it's like the least loved um, album of theirs, um, but OK Computer is what made me. It, uh, I'm sorry, OK Computer is looked at as one of the greatest albums of all time. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely it's on it, the it's list. In the view, right. It's always in the top ten. Right. Certainly of the
1: '90s, and that says a lot. The '90s was, in my opinion, a very strong decade for
0: for music of critical acclaim. I guess yeah. is a way to put it. Yep. Uh, and the other thing about Radiohead, um, be, I mean, there's, I, I could say so much about Radiohead. We we did a de- deep dive on them for for a, a good reason, right? But um, watching them live is just another thing. Like I've always loved Radiohead. And I didn't see them until later in their career, like after, like during, like Moonlight Pool or something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's the show I first saw them. And I remember people saying, "If you like Radiohead, you got to go see them because they put on an incredible show." And I and I always been like, "Okay, yeah, I'll get to see them. I'll get to see them." So when I went to see them, uh, I had a huge, huge ex- expectations, right? And I was still blown away.
1: Yeah. And 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 rightly so. I mean, you should have the expectation they're a well well known fantastic live act. And like you said, by the time you saw them, that was, you know, it was expected. Mm. Um, You know, they put on such a great show, and it's not you know they don't have the crazy expensive like lights, but what they have they use effectively, and it's just a great band. Like they get in the head. Yeah, they do cool shit on stage. Like you watch Johnny like move around to like playing this weird guitars and he's got yeah. like a synthesizer
0: he's working with and it's just a fun band to watch yeah I mean, johnny's great because he'll like karma police they'll pull the big grand piano and he'll play karma police and then the next like they'll play reckoner and he'll sit there with a snare drum and doing that boom, 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 ba-da, you know that that snare drum piece yeah he's a little he MVP. does that All right, he's he's the guitarist but he does that in the middle of a stage and yeah i mean they're they are an uh, a musical artist's dream to see live so that's my my uh Radiohead spiel so uh before that we played pink floyd take up thy stethoscope and walk
1: say that three times slowly go ahead try i'm it. not even gonna say it again but <laughs> so I was, that's clearly sid barrett yes. pink floyd from uh piper at the gates of dawn just great
0: like super fun experimental mm. wacky stuff Big time, and that's uh, I, I was talking to to Alstro about this when they was playing. It's that is not the Pink Floyd I know and love, although when I hear it, I'm like, wow, this is awesome. But it just does not sound like the Pink Floyd that we all. Well, there's no Gilmore, and, exactly. and there's
1: there's very few very few recorded songs that Pink Floyd released that doesn't have David
0: David Gilmore on it. But right. this is one of them. Right. Which and it was really. Fucked up, <laughs> uh, and then uh, we started off with Red Hot Chili Peppers' "Wet Sand," another, like you said, a timeless artist. Where, like, y- you have to know um, "Under the Bridge" when you're a teenager. <laughs> well, the thing, you know. Well, the thing that's interesting about this
1: is, like, you know, the concept of timeless artists. Like, you don't, you can only predict whether or not an artist will be timeless if they're still around. So, like, you look at the Radiohead, you look at Red Hot Chili Peppers. From what I've seen from other artists historically that are no longer around as a going concern, they're still out there and known like talking heads, mm. like the Beatles, um, Nirvana, you know, Nirvana. Um, but there's, there are some that just don't, you know, they, they're not around anymore and they kind of fall out of, you know, the knowledge of up and coming music learning people mm. and uh, i i would think that radiohead and red hot chili peppers would be in that like led zeppelin category or you know uh yep. pink floyd really i mean they're not really a thing anymore either but mm-hmm. you know i can't imagine you know teenage boys coming up and not like just ingesting the wall
0: yeah exactly not saying we don't need no education right or, no, or we're, like we're rush
1: like like moving pictures like yeah that, that's always going to be uh, you know one of the first Albums that a kid, you know, latches onto when they're like fourteen. Mm. At least, in my opinion, I, I assume that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah, I think Rush is different though. Rush is like more of a, a mm, I would say, math band, but they they're not in the same category as like a Nirvana, because Nirvana is much more easily digestible by all teenagers. Rush, you need to be more of a music geek. And there's always geeks in every class. There are. There (laughs) are. I agree. And I think that geeks are always going to go to Rush. Um, I certainly did. But I think Nirvana has that wide. It's a mass appeal. You know, you see, you
1: see, you know, I have daughters in middle school and high school. You get middle school girls wearing Nirvana shirts. Yes. And it's not even like. Oh, you know, kids wearing a Nirvana shirt. No, kids, kids know the songs.
0: Like they listen
1: to them. Like they listen to Nirvana. It's not just a fashion statement.
0: Yeah, Uh, Brody was uh, was talking about that when uh, they played uh, something in the way, and uh, yeah, something in the way at in Batman. Yeah, which was. A greatly placed song we talked about this before it was and i saw it since then so okay (laughs) all right yeah and it's it's perfect right i mean yeah perfectly dark uh and so brody's like now everyone's listening to nirvana and he's like showing me he's like look nirvana is like jumping up in spots and and i'm like really and he's like yeah it's because of batman i'm like yeah i know and he's like he's like but all these people didn't know them before batman and i and he's like it sucks (laughs) And I was like, "What?" He's like, "He's like, I've been listening to this with you since like I was in my car seat." You know, that's and a hard—that's
1: and- a hard thing for kids to, to to deal with. Is like, the this was their thing. Exactly. You know, and yeah. suddenly everybody is into it, and that's you know, that's it's it's a it's a double edged sword because you want to have that entry point. That, that's how these bands be, remain timeless. Is there are their songs are so good that there are silly little entry points like being on a soundtrack of a popular movie mm-hmm. that suddenly blasts. I mean, look at the example right now, Kate Bush. She's having a huge resurgence because of the song that she has in stranger things in the new season. Uh, uh she has a song. It's, it's shooting up the, uh, built the charts. It's from like 1985 or 86 or something. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's play it plays a big part. I don't want to spoil anything in, in this, in the, uh, this, this series or the season, I should say. And, uh, it's taken
0: off. Like she's, yeah. she's become a thing again. It's, it's crazy. We did a a soundtrack show, which you can see on Spotify, you can hear on Spotify, but we didn't, wasn't there one song that we talked about and we are like, this song was, became way more famous after it was in a show? Oh, there's a lot of examples like that. I can't, I'm sure we we were talking about one one specifically during
1: our show, but there's a lot of them. Um. I'll think about that during yeah. the next
0: uh, next set of songs. Yeah, but uh, listeners can go check out any of our uh, old shows, and we did two soundtrack shows the first one we did yeah um, and we were like uh, we think we got them all and then by the by the end of preparing for the show we yep. realized that there were some that needed to be on here we didn't have time so we did two well and, and the thing is they were such good songs Like it wasn't just like oh this was a song
1: that was famous from a soundtrack like mm-hmm. this is an awesome song and I, I felt like I wanted to make sure we had a chance to play more yeah so I think we both instantly were like shit we're doing two shows yeah I mean, those why were good not? shows
0: they were fun shows yeah, yeah absolutely All right, let's jump into a new set.
1: Red, the title track of the 1974 masterpiece by Robert Fripp and Company, The Mighty Crim, King Crimson with Red.
0: That's a good one.
3: That's a great one. I love that.
0: You need to have a, a degree in physics and math and engineering to understand that song. though.
1: Yeah, Bill Bruford's a crazy person on the drums. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely insane, man. Um, I love that song. It's such a great driving instrumental. It's, mm-hmm. Three guys. It's unreal. Uh, before that, we had My Morning Jacket with Lowdown, uh, one of my favorites by those guys who are, uh, uh, again, one of those bands. Uh, you know, if you like their music, you need to see them in concert. Yeah. Holy shit, do they bring the house down?
0: I heard, I heard they're awesome in concert.
1: Yeah, I've seen them a bunch of times. I'd highly recommend. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, uh, my wife and I are going uh, in September. We're going down to New Haven. They're playing that little uh, converted tennis stadium. Um, in new haven uh that that there's been a lot of concerts there the past couple of years yeah uh so really pumped to see if i saw one or two shows there already and it was a lot of fun the bowl i don't know what it's called westford bowl or something that's but, cool whatever uh yeah but we're
0: going down in september to see those guys so that'll be fun yeah that's awesome maybe uh maybe i'll check it out you should yeah that's it's a good what, time one of the one of those bands that i've not seen that i know
1: i need to yeah, they put on a really good show. You appreciate live music, I know that, and yeah. they they bring it, you yeah. know.
0: What's the guy's name, the, the main guy? Jim
1: James. Yeah,
0: he, he's he got a, a voice that's unmistakable.
1: Great voice. He plays, you know, as much of the lead, probably similar to, like, Billy Corgan, like, in terms of, like, his place in the band. Like, he plays most of the lead. He's mm-hmm. obviously the main singer and uh, the main songwriter. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he's great, man. Awesome voice. Mm-hmm. Uh You know, really brings a lot of high energy to the show, too.
0: Yeah. Nice. Um, All right. Let's jump back in, baby.
1: this is harmonic headspace Sunday night here the icing to the cake that is your weekend please give us a call the A-Brews listener line 617-829-9283 or text us 617-764-9283 9283 -9283 spells wave in either instance so we just had uh, three songs uh we uh last song we just heard there was uh Ween's Roses Are Free uh a little uh a little weird uh post uh uh helium huffing vocal song <laughs> from Ween. Yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah those guys are kind of weird. Um yeah, they have some so they have some pretty cool accessible songs and they have some pretty weird inaccessible songs. That one's kind of in the middle somewhere.
0: What do you mean inaccessible?
1: They have stuff that's uh a little abrasive or um, just weird.
0: Okay. I, I Weirder
1: and more abrasive than the one we just heard.
0: I, I didn't, when you said inaccessible, I didn't know if you meant like you can't get this. like. No, you can, you
1: can get it. It's just you may not get it. And <laughs> I, honest, <laughs> right, right. I honestly don't get a lot of their stuff, but I do like a lot of their stuff. It's, yeah. uh Yeah, it's, it's one of those weird things where like, I don't really like their early stuff that much because it's mm-hmm. just so harsh. Yeah. But as they got older, they kind of, went in different directions and you know did some interesting stuff
0: yeah i i haven't gotten the bug yet
1: (laughs) a lot of people don't (laughs) uh prior to that we had radio by alkaline trio that's one of proceeds favorite bands
0: yeah i love alkaline trio i mean i I, i'm a sucker for um like punk that's not punk like pop punk, right yeah yeah green day um you know blink 182 willow smith stuff like that yeah who willow willow
1: yeah it's modern day pop punk it's okay a big thing now
0: nice uh yeah and alkaline trio is is right there and they haven't had any commercial success but the lead singer for alkaline trio is actually now the lead singer for blink 182 uh and he he was playing in both bands for a while i don't know what he's doing now but i know he's the man well, I mean,
1: they must have had some commercial success. I mean, I heard of them before. Maybe, maybe that, because right. they were on bills, like on you know, like, and they were touring, and like, I they were a yeah. known band. But I mean, I definitely heard of them.
0: Well, that, yeah, but that's that's the the answer right there. If you have only heard of them, they've obviously not had any commercial success because you right. know the industry, you right. know who has success, you know what's going on. Fair
1: point. Yeah.
0: So, um, when I, uh, when I was working at Log Me In like 20 years ago, I, I'm talking to a guy about music and he's like, oh, you like, you like Green Day and you like these guys, have you heard Alkaline Tree? I'm like, nope. And he's like, oh, you should check them out. And you know, they probably had like six or seven albums out at that time. I listened to one after the other going, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. It's just, it's that it's, it's exactly what you just heard. That's their sound. They're raw. They're emotional um, and they're they're creative. They do all kinds of weird stuff. Uh, with I mean the lyrics on that one, shaking like a dog shitting razor blades is the first line, and the chorus is, uh, I wish you would take my radio to bathe with you, plugged in and ready to fall. <laughs> I love that. Th- so let me ask you this: yeah.
1: Being a fan of that band, and I assume a fan of Blink One Eighty Two, yeah, are you Happy that he's a singer for them now, and Alkaline Trio is basically defunct. No, or is no. this something where like you wish that the original Blink 182 was still together and yeah. this guy was still in fronting Alkaline Trio?
0: No, I, I I wish that Blink 182 was the original band and and uh, Alkaline Trio was. The you know, original I'm
1: band. surprised <laughs> that they haven't gotten back together for a, a, a reunion because you know money talks, and like they, they're not young guys. Like they've been broken up for probably longer than they were together at this yeah. point, right? I yeah. mean. Because who left the band? Was it was it Mark Hoppus? One, one of the,
0: Mark, Tom or Travis, I can't Mark remember. Mark or Tom.
1: Well, Mark or Tom left, obviously. Yeah. Uh, um, and
0: he because I think he's a a big spokesperson for UFOs. Yes,
1: that's true. But <laughs> yeah. he also still plays, obviously. But he's not in the band. But yeah. I'm just I'm surprised that there hasn't been I'm sure I'm actually I shouldn't say this. I'm sure like within the fan base, what they do have a substantial fan base, Huge. there's been a lot of push for Huge the th- original three to get back together like tour like an album like that's yeah. a popular thing these days yeah um, you know it's just strange that they haven't done that yet
0: I agree yeah well they, well, they one of them had cancer
1: too I thought like uh, really? I think he's beating it but there was one of them I think Mark or Thomas I, I'm ashamed I don't know the difference between the guys I can picture them both Yeah. yeah I don't know which is, is which and I don't know which was one of the band I don't know which one has cancer it's yeah. just, I don't really know the band well but I know enough about them that I can talk intelligently s- yeah. sort of yeah <laughs>
0: Yeah, I hear you. No, I, I agree, um, and I think they did try to come back with a new album before uh, the guy from Alkaline Trio came, and uh, it wasn't very really successful.
1: But they didn't, when it's just the two of them, right? They didn't have a, the third guy back in.
0: No, I, no. So they, I think they broke up. You know what? I, I don't know. I don't want to start talking about if I. That's did. true. Actually, yeah, exactly. No. Right. Uh, I don't. I don't know exactly what happened, but um, I, I wish that. The Blink-182 band, as it were. They were healthy, happy, and back together. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, But I actually like Alkaline Trio just as much. They're different. You know, they're not as poppy. They're a little bit more hardcore, a little bit more punky. um, Definitely way more raw. I mean, they're not... uh, Blink-182, one of the great things about them is they're produced really well. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it's, like, flawless.
1: Well, I mean, speaking of produced very well and punky, Prior to that radio song, we had a song called I Got You by Wilco, uh, really? one of the punkiest, best produced alt, alt, alt Americana rock bands out there. Yeah. I'm joking. I mean, sort of, but not really. Um, that was the song I Got You. Uh, that's the band we saw this past weekend. We saw four sets of their music. It was a good time. Nice. Very and cool. they play this one as one of the encores.
0: Cool. All right. Let's jump back in, baby i
4: turn that shit off man what's wrong with you
5: man get the other record
1: That was Sausage with Prelude to Fear, the first song, the opening track off of their, I believe, 1994 album, uh, Riddles Are Abound Tonight. Mm-hmm. As uh, Les Claypool. Uh, it basically sounds just like Primus, right?
0: It does. What, who else in that band is uh, Primus?
1: Uh, so Jay Lane was the drummer yep. uh, who actually was on Primus' like, second or third most recent album as a drummer after their, you know, Drummer Tim Alexander was out of the band for a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, Les brought Jay back in to be the Primus, Primus drummer. Yeah, um, so he was a drummer in Sausage. Yep, and uh, Todd Hooth is the uh, guitarist, who's actually he played in the uh, Frog Brigade, right? Yeah, uh, as well. Yeah. So that Sausage a three-piece band basically, I'm mean, sort of indistinguishable from Primus.
0: I would disagree. Okay. The, the big distinguishable piece that Primus is so indistinguishable because they have three indistinguishable pieces, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The drummer, what he does is like, you know, it's him. Uh, Les, obviously, you know, it's him. And the guitar player, when he plays, he plays heavily distorted um, melodies. They're kind of not riffs. They're not chords. Right. They're melodies. Right. Right. And it's almost like he's soloing the whole time in between what Les is doing.
1: Right, which is basically he's also soloing most of the time
0: too. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. But with sausage, um, guitar is completely, completely different. So uh, I, I knew that was less, but I also knew that it's not primus because
1: of the guitar. Oh, it's interesting you say that because I think. Larry, uh, is, is such a chameleon on the guitar. He has so many different styles and like he can fill the Bob Weir part in certain songs where he's playing little dissonant notes here and there and yeah. that's what serves the song. Or he could be playing like a luxurious like harpsichord style melodic run, you know, yeah, just depending yeah. on the I mean, Primus has such wildly very varying songs in terms yeah. of style and approach, you know.
0: I would say the most of their guitar work is with uh, heavily distorted uh, melodies. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. Um, and Sausage isn't like that. So, But yeah, I, I agree. Uh, otherwise, I mean, anything that Les does, the rest of the band has to kind of mold to him. Right. So that's yeah. Primus. Like, I, a lot of times I can't tell Brigade or Primus or, you know, whatever else. Yeah, Le- Les, <laughs>
1: Les has quite a... Uh, a gravitational pull yes on, on the music that he's performing absolutely <laughs> definitely uh he's one of my favorites though one of my all-time favorite musicians yeah, he always too. will be yeah um and prior to that we had uh the great beck with a high five uh rock the cat skills from uh odelay uh from in my opinion again one of the top three to five greatest albums of the 90s yes totally agree uh fantastic album yeah
0: and he is also an amazing artist Right. right i mean he he can play every instrument he writes all the songs he's a great performer um he is a musical artist and that, that's kind of like those are the kind of people a that rock and roll hall
1: of fame nominee actually one-time nominee 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 he's not in there he got nominated this past year and he didn't get in
0: uh, okay so all right that means Oh, that's be... fine yeah totally but you know it's just it's an accolade whether yeah. you're in or not just the fact you even got recognized yeah. So that means that he, it's kind of like baseball, right? You don't you don't always get nominated. You don't always get in the first time, but after a while, the the ones who deserve to be there get in. Yeah, sure. Ask Devo. What? Who? Devo. Oh, Devo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't have to ask Devo. We saw them get inducted. Yeah, we saw them get inducted a few times. Mm-hmm. Nice. No, Devo's not gotten inducted. The oh yeah yeah you're right. Devo's
1: been uh, they've been nominated a few times.
0: Oh, got it. But, oh uh, yeah, that's right. We were we were watching the list, trying to figure out if they were going to be in and should we go, and if Devo is going to get in, we'll go.
1: Yeah, we can and, stop this conversation. This is painful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, that's Tomorrow's Dream by Black Sabbath, Love Sabbath and Iron Maiden, two of the greatest metal bands of all time. Two of the the daddies of metal, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean Sabbath you would argue
1: invented heavy metal. Yes. You know, you could say, you know, Zeppelin had some influence. Uh, you know, Blue Cheer would have some influence. But at the end of the day, I mean, this was Sabbath. Like they brought they they, they came up with Iron Man. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> that's heavy
0: metal, like in a nutshell. Right, and then uh, I mean, starting with Iron Maiden, I mean, they were, they could have also been like, the the birth of metal because they they are the evolution of metal, like what the tapping and all the melodic and the very fast and yeah, it's different than Sabbath, well, but it's what metal became. Well, that and that's the funny thing about it is like Sabbath you know is
1: is generally viewed as inventing metal but their music went into more of a hard rock
0: yeah Ooh, what's going on here
1: it was a break note that it, didn't, break. didn't break and <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah you, nice. you did too. but no that's like like sabbath's music went more into the hard rock uh influence and there was, you know, this what they call British metal that came over like in the late '70s. That was like uh, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest. Uh, you know, I think like Saxon. There's a few other ones, but those were really the, the two big ones: are Iron Maiden, and Judas Priest, and uh, you know, they sort of, like you said, had that tapping and like they they bring that like that speed and almost like a yeah. like a new not new wave or metal, but you know, not like that blue crunchy stuff, right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry. Go ahead. More virtuosity, and uh, unfortunately, some some stripping of of the soul in terms of the soul of the
0: music. I think a bit. I don't. I don't think so. I mean, Steve, not Steve, you know, Steve Harris, uh, Bruce Dickinson. His voice is unmistakable and and very emotional. I mean, when he hits those notes and the vibrato on his voice and, and and man i i think he has a lot of emotion
1: no i get that i'm think i'm talking more like you know steve Vai solos and white snake songs like oh yeah, yeah that yeah, type yeah. of like gotcha. yeah yeah <laughs> because it. that's where i mean we talk about like 1980 1982 you like judas priest yes you know iron maiden but then you start getting to like eighty seven, eighty eight, and like there's Pantera. Well, and Bon Jovi, like you gotta remember, oh, like yeah. it went in different that's directions. It's not metal. No, it's not, but at the time it was sort of viewed as like pop metal. Mm. You know? Yeah. Hairbands. That's what hair hairbands were. They weren't really hard rock. They're more in a metal yeah you know, mold. But Popified,
0: yeah, like popified metal. Pop, exactly. pop metal. I don't think I've ever heard that phrase before. Did yeah. we oh, just coin what, that here <laughs> at Harmonic Headspace? Yes, pop we metal. We in, we invented it. Uh, I agree, though. Like hair bands, that's kind of no what man. It was. Kicks
1: invented it, but we just coined it.
0: Kicks. <laughs> oh man. So yeah, that was Iron Maiden, the Clairvoyant, uh, great band. Uh, not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, unfortunately. No, but,
1: hopefully they will be soon. You know, yeah. Judas Priest just got in this year. And so, you know, yeah. the first British metal uh you know band to cut to get in there so hopefully we would see uh we'd see mating get in very quickly after them as they they rightly deserve to
0: yeah absolutely all right that was our show for tonight that's our show we got celtics to watch man yes we do so without further ado see you all next week have a great week <laughs>
6: Same as it ever was.